Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, your weekly source of tips, hints and all football chat from the top four English leagues. This week we're coming to you internationally. I'm in England and my co-host Tom Walker's in Canada. You right, Tom? Hi guys, how's it going? Hi Profit Chasers. How's Canada? Yeah, it's going good mate. Uh, going down to see Toronto FC in a couple of weeks, so uh, yeah, it could be some MLS tips coming your way. <laughs> Can't wait for them. Expanded internationally already. Well, before we start, I just want to give a big thank you to everyone that's been listening to the podcast so far. It's been great to have everyone's feedback on Twitter and via email as well. Thanks. Keep it coming in, guys. Yeah, we'll read a few of those out uh, at the end of the show. So let's uh, dive in to the top games this weekend without any further ado. Probably I'd say the top game this weekend is got to be the EFL Cup final. Manu against Southampton. Who's your yeah. pick for that? Uh, it's got to be United, surely. Yeah, Southampton have done really well to get here, but they're very inconsistent. They're a very odd team. Personally, I think United will uh, bring the trophy home. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, mate, to be honest. Unbeaten in 16 games, Man United, so they're on a really good run at the moment. I can't see Southampton beating them. Um, also, if you look at Mourinho's record as well, he's got a cracking record in cup finals. I think he's he's been in 12 cup finals in his career and he's he's won 10 out of the 12, yeah, I mean, something something like that. It's, you'd be a brave man to bet against uh, United this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. On to the Premier League then. So if we start with the three o'clock games on Saturday, uh, there's no lunchtime kickoff yep. this weekend. So the first three o'clock game is um, Crystal Palace against Middlesbrough. Big relegation tie. Yeah, big relegation tie. Um, not sure what to, what to call it. I mean, I, I really despise Middlesbrough. I find them boring, dull. Uh, I don't like Karanka. I feel like it's a bit poisonous. But <laughs> Crystal Palace are just... They're just a... Uh, I don't know. I never know what to expect from them. I personally won't be won't be touching that game. Maybe the draw? I'm not sure. What yeah. do you think about it? Uh... Yeah, you can get the draw at 11-5. to five. Um, I'd, I'd agree. Probably... Both teams obviously need the win to ease some relegation fears. Uh, Palace, they've not had the bounce that they probably expected that they would have had when they brought Big Sam in. I think they've got worse. Yeah. I know, I know they have. I think they won maybe second or third game. Um, again, it was away at Bournemouth. But apart from that, I feel like they've, they've either got worse or just continued, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what um, any Palace fans listening to the show think to that. Would, do you reckon they'd be in a better position, perhaps, if, if Pardew was still in charge? It'd be interesting to see what their thoughts were on that. Um, Chelsea against Swansea. I think this is a no-brainer, isn't it, really? Yeah, Swansea are improving, but Chelsea will be 3-4-1. Um, like I see Swansea scoring, maybe. Yeah, Chelsea um, one to four on, so big, big favourites there. You can get Swansea eleven to one if you fancy the upset. Yeah, nah, save your money. <laughs> Everton v Sunderland. Um, oh, it's Everton's inconsistency that worries me. Sunderland are poor. Forget about that Palace result. That was a freak. Sunderland are a poor side, and Everton should win, but I just don't trust them. I. Do trust them. I think they will. I think they will win. I don't think there's much value in getting them on to win. They're nearly the four to eleven, so they're nearly, nearly one to nearly one to one to three. Um, not too much value there. Um, nah, that's a terrible price size. 
Yeah, they've been drawing games on the road recently. They've not lost for about eight games now, Everton. They've been drawing a lot on the road. They've not, not lost on the road. They've been scoring plenty of goals at home, so I do think they'll win comfortably. But, yeah, Everton win there. Hulvey Burnley? Um, well, Hull are, so, uh, Hull are so much improved under Marco Silva. Burnley are just woeful away from home, like absolutely woeful. So, I don't know, I, I honestly do fancy Hull to come away with this one. Um, I think I don't think there'll be much in it. I think Burnley will be seeing this as a good opportunity to turn around that shocking away form. But I just think Hull, are, yeah, Hull at home are, are a decent side. Yeah, I think um, Burnley as well. That it's a poor, poor defeat last weekend to Lincoln. As as good a story yeah, as it is. It's poor for Burnley on their behalf to lose to a non-league side at home. Yeah, they only made maybe four changes or something like that as well. There was, was a lot of recognised names as well, so yeah, that was that was really um, West Brom against Bournemouth. Uh, West Brom for me, not bankers. Bournemouth are always dangerous. Um, forward, but pathetic at the back. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. And uh, 21 to 20 is a great price for West Brom, if you ask me. Yeah, I'd completely agree. West Brom, all the way. Pulis has done a, a really good job. I think, if I remember rightly, at the start of the season, he's come under fire a bit from the West Brom fans. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can understand it was kind of, you know, starting 11, excluding the goalkeeper playing six different recognised centre halves in the team. is It's not what you want to go and watch, but. You know, when you get Tony Pulis, you kind of have to accept that sometimes it's not going to be the most attractive. But you know, they haven't been spoke about relegation-wise for a long time. No, no, easily safe this season. You, you fancy West Brom then as well? Yeah, definitely West Brom. Definitely West yeah, Brom. It has to be. Uh, that's it for the three o'clock. So then we've got one evening kickoff on a Saturday. That's Watford at home to West Ham. Yeah, uh, it will be tough, and this tip does scare me, but. I, I do fancy West Ham. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, they had a shocking start, didn't they? But they're, they're getting their groove back, and you know? they're not as spectacular as last year. They're, they're one of the informed sides in the league, like slowly kind of you know, creeping up that form ladder. And, and I know you fancy them. We had a chat in a few days ago. You, you really fancy West Ham. Yeah, I think uh, they're a good price as well, 9-5. to five. And I have wrote down... Basically, what I've got for the profit chases is is a value treble, and West Ham are on it. I'll I'll give the whole thing later, but West Ham, yeah. one of the teams on it, just and I've wrote down a host of reasons why I think they're going to beat Watford, and I'll I'll read out some of them now. So West Ham, out of the last five, they've won three, and their only defeat has been by Man City, which is no no shame. And here's a stat which I think really puts it as a as a shoe in for me. This season, West Ham have beaten eight out of the bottom ten sides already, whereas in games against the bottom ten sides, Watford, on the other hand, have only won four all season. So West Ham have got a really good record against these bottom ten sides, of which Watford are one of them. The Watford's kind of front options not scare you at all. They've got Akaka who look good, Deeney's always... There are thereabouts, they've got Zorate, they've just signed, um, they've got Isaac Success, they've got, they've got goals in them, is that not a worry at all? No, no, Watford, there's Watford. Blunt, blunt, that. <laughs> no. no, don't worry me, 
what Watford, what what I think I feel like what Watford have done is they had a good start to the season, and since about November time, they have been woeful. And what they've done, they've had a couple of good results against some of the better teams in the division. So they had that shot result against Arsenal. Yeah. And they've got some they've got some results out of the bag against some of the bigger clubs in the division. But against these bottom ten teams, they've been woeful. They've they've lost loads and only won four yeah. games all season against bottom ten teams. Well, come seven o'clock on Saturday evening, we'll know, mate, we'll know. So uh, that's it for Saturday. Sunday. Tottenham v Stoke. That's the only game this Sunday apart from the cup final. Yeah, just just Spurs really. Stoke, uh, Stoke are interesting, but uh, yeah, it's got to be Tottenham for me. And at one to three, uh, I don't really like backing heavy favourites like that, so I won't be, I won't be touching them. No. Um, do you buy into the uh, Europa League affects the weekend league performance argument at all? Because obviously Tottenham are playing. It's, we're recording this on Thursday. They're playing tonight. Um, do you reckon that's going to... It really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Uh, I'm with Gary Lineker. I'm going to use like, the standard like, tennis player argument. You know, They can play for up to five hours. Then they can go to bed and wake up and do it again. I can't believe that certain players can't play Thursday night and then Saturday, let alone Sunday. Especially with Tottenham being at home as well. They haven't got to travel. They're at Wembley. Yeah, no excuse for me. No, I completely agree. It's just a cliche. Yeah. Like, look at the FA Cup, like, all the football league teams who don't really have a very good second street. They play Saturday, Tuesday, then they've got FA Cup again Saturday, no one rested, then they play again away at, I don't know, Preston on Tuesday. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's pampered Premier League. That's what it is. Yeah, completely agree. And finally, on Monday, Leicester v Liverpool. Now, obviously, we've got to, we, we've got to talk about... Leicester and then the breaking news as as we've just been recording really that Ranieri has been sacked from Leicester. Disgrace, absolute disgrace. Although there there are two sides to every story. They are ninety second in the form league, which is bottom of the whole football league. Wow. Okay, at the moment that's where they are. Although the guy works absolute miracles next year. And I wouldn't give a monkeys if my team, Nottingham Forest, won the league and got relegated next year. I wouldn't give a monkeys. I can't believe it's just short memories, and who they're going to get in? I mean, Nigel Pearson's a favourite. What, what's going to happen? He's going to save them, and then Ranieri's yeah, going to come in and win the league again. <laughs> what, what's, I don't know what's going on at that club. Like, if they employ Pearson, then. It's just the biggest backward step in football. Yeah, completely agree. And I think as well, like, Leicester fans often say the reason we've not done so well is because we've not got Kante. It's, they've still got the majority of the squad that kept them there, that got them to the title, sorry, last season. They've just not been performing. Jamie Vardy's too busy in OK Magazine with a photo shoot with his <laughs> wife every week. <laughs> I, I watched them um, on and off away at Sydney and they didn't actually do that bad and it's just surprising it's come after after that yeah, they're at home against Liverpool I wouldn't want to touch that game you'd, you'd expect Liverpool to steamroll them right the club's going to be in a bit of disarray but I don't know are they a wound are they a wounded a wounded lion I don't know a wounded fox I'm not sure 
Right, so that wraps up the Premier League. Let's have a look at the Championship. Anything here in particular which catches your eye? Um, I've wrote a couple of things down. Um, the early kickoff is a nice, tasty Shadabu to Leeds on Wednesday. Um, I can't really call the result, but I think both teams to score is pretty much nailed on. Brentford, obviously, I say this every week, whoever plays Rotherham has got a great chance of um, getting three points. Uh, it's a tight price, 9-20, but Brentford has slowly been banging in the goals, left, right and centre, so I fully expect them to win. Newcastle, um, obvious as well, hence Bristol City, but again, they're a terrible price also. Derby, i put out as a maybe, away at Villa, who are... Who are really struggling, spent nearly a hundred million, I think it's like eighty, eighty five million and they look awful. Yeah. So. Aston Villa at the moment, they are woeful. They're absolutely yeah. shocking. The array of talent they've got, like you say, eighty five million pounds spent in the transfer market. They're, you know, tumbling towards a relegation battle if they're not careful. Scott Hogan's now injured, so that's gonna be a blow for them. So I think that leaves Coggio as their only recognised striker. And I think Derby are a good price at 2-1. to one. Yeah, I totally agree. The only thing is, you know, Derby are inconsistent and Villa have to turn around at some stage. But I think I would be Derby over anything else. Anything else here that particularly... Uh, not, not for me. Uh, I don't know about yourself. Just key, kind of Brentford and Newcastle are two teams that both nearly 1-2. to two. There doesn't seem to be too much going on for me. There's a couple of local derbies here. We've got Barnsley, Huddersfield. That's a Yorkshire derby, of course. You've got Wolves, yeah. Wolves, Birmingham. Leeds, Sheffield, Wednesday. There's Norwich, Ipswich. There's lots of derbies going off in the champ this weekend. So that could be bring with it a lot of unpredictability in the results and which way things are going to go. Of course. Um, I don't know. Card, cards and goals galore. I would say. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, in terms of the champs, as ever, I say this every week, I don't think there's much value in the champ. No, the mo- it, is, it is so hard to call at the moment, the championship, especially the last few weeks. Uh, that brings on to League One, then. Anything in League One, which on first League glance? One. League One is normally you know, a league that offers quite a bit of value, I think, but there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. I can't see anything. I scanned and scanned and scanned and scanned. The only thing I can see that I think I'll be putting on, and even this I'm not 100% sure, Sheffield United. And I'm only saying that because they're at home and they're top of the league. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, mate. You, you may have found a little golden gem, but I saw nothing. Uh, no, I, I'm inclined to agree, really. One other team I do think have a good chance of winning is Fleetwood at home to Northampton. Fleetwood 20 to 21 home favourites away there, sorry, at home to Northampton. Other than that, nothing that I could see as being a, a banker or a, anything in terms of a shoeing. Absolutely not. Um Coventry won last time out there against a poor Swindon side at home, so might they continue their improved run of form, perhaps Charlton, perhaps at home to Berry. Yeah, Charlton were one that I did think, oh, yeah, maybe, but... Yeah. Not, not enough, I don't think. Not no, enough. completely agree. There's not 
much here to go off at all. Millwall are a good price if you do fancy them, 11 to 10. But um, yeah, League One, not sure at all. League Two, I think there's a bit more oh, opportunity it's, here. It's my favourite league. I love League Two. Every single week, it gives you an absolute abundance of opportunity. I love League Two. Who's on your uh, Who's on your abundance of opportunity this week? <laughs> Obviously, goes without saying. Doncaster Rovers home to Atkinson Stanley. They are seven to ten. It is really tight. Um, but you know, as you as you will find out, they may or may not have been onto my bomb-proof treble. I think um, uh, just to dwell on Doncaster there for for a moment, I don't trust them anymore. I went through a stage earlier on in the season where Doncaster would be on my accumulator every single week when they were on that really good run that took them to the top of the league. Then the last four yeah. or five games, they seem to have I've, I've stuck with them a bit, like with Exeter, I've stuck with them. And now I'm ditching them. Ditching Doncaster, ditching Exeter, ditching Plymouth. Those top three, those top three <laughs> in League Two, I just don't trust them anymore. I, I do get where you're coming from. You know, I've got a band, just we all have a band list. You know, Portsmouth, Plymouth are on mine, and they're up there. And it, it doesn't make sense that these teams uh, arrive up there. But yeah, I just fancy Doncaster. I, I, Surely they'll beat Atkinson. Surely. And they're a terrible price, but I think I'm just going to go for that. And away from Doncaster, and we're looking at back at Mansfield. They, again, they come under that banner of they were on fire, now they're, now they're not as on fire. Yeah. Um, they, but they've got Newport at home. So, you know, surely what an opportunity to get back, at, back to winning ways. Colchester United at home to Hartlepool. Again, Hartlepool are, I mean, Colchester, sorry, are dodgy. And this is not a foregone conclusion. But Hartlepool, they, they don't travel well. Well, they're not very good at home either. <laughs> but they particularly don't travel well. And one of my big, 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 big shouts for this weekend is Notts County. Home to you over. I know me and you had a chat in the week and you, you totally agree with me. Yeah, completely agree. I think you you mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago that um, Notts County's home form is going to be the thing that gets them out of this relegation fight that they've been in for the last few months. I think you're absolutely, absolutely. spot on, and I think you've been proven right so far with the results that have, that have played out. And I think, again, Notts County at home to Yeovil is a very winnable game for them. Yeovil have the worst away record in the league as well, FYI. And you can get County at 13-10, to 10, which I think is a really good price. One, I would go perhaps one step further and say you will get Notts County, Yeovil, both teams to score and County to win. So I don't think County are going to keep a clean sheet because defensively they're poor. Going forward, they've been scoring a fair few more goals recently. Yeah, definitely Notts County. Yeah, huge tip. Um, for me, I've got one more. Carlisle at home to Portsmouth. If any of the profit chasers want to enlighten me as to why Carlisle, who are third in the league, are 11-4 to at home to a Portsmouth team who are the fifth or sixth in the same league, please do. Carlisle, if we look yeah. at the form for Carlisle, right, both sides have won two of the last three games. Pompey have lost two out of the last six. 
Carlisle. Yep. They've lost one out of the last six. Okay. So Carlisle, not only are they above them in the league, they're also in better form. And if you look at the head-to-head, Carlisle have got the advantage over Pompey there as well. Do you think this is the bookies being lazy and seeing the name Portsmouth and, and thinking, well, you know, Carlisle, Portsmouth, Portsmouth must win? Do you think that's the case? or? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's me just missing something, but I think 11-4 to 4 for Carlisle is an absolute steal. I think it's fantastic odds. Yeah, I mean, you know, he mentions that they'd only lost one game in the last six, Carlisle, or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and that was when they cost me on the bomb-proof treble, so I won't be touching <laughs> But of the, of the three of the last six that Pompey have won, all three of those games have been at, have been at home. So it's not like they're on okay. far away either. Yeah, it's... understandable. I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a well thought out, you know, good, good tip there and I probably will follow it as much as I don't want to. I probably will. I think I, I would also go one step further and say you could... I'd probably recommend Carlisle win both teams to score as well, and that will get you instead of eleven to four just for the win. For the win, both teams to score, you can get about five to one um, on that one. So I think that's a really good, really good opportunity. Just to run run you through the uh, the last four head to head head to heads between the two sides, we've had two 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 four two three one. So high scoring games. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, yeah, that's me for that one. I think that about wraps up League Two. So now let's look at any outsiders we've got for the weekend. Tom, do you want to start with any that you've come up with? I don't, I don't, I don't think there's there's too much going on. Um, I've only wrote one down, um, and that's Wigan Athletic, and they're not even that big outsiders. I did try, I had a look, I scoured the leagues. I can only see Wigan really as, as someone else as an outsider winning this week. I just, I'm not feeling it for the other sides. I've got one, and I would agree. I think with your outsider, I think I think we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna definitely a good bet to beat Forest as much as I hope they don't. But um, my main outsider for the weekend is Shrewsbury. They're away at MK Dons. Um, MK Dons are thirteen to twenty, so. Big favourites, Shrewsbury. You can get nineteen to four, so nearly five to one away at MK Dons. And just to give you a few stats and a bit of background for this one, why it's I think it's a good outside bet. In the league, MK Dons are sixteenth on thirty-nine points. Shrewsbury is seventeenth on thirty-eight points. Shrewsbury have won five out of the last seven, and their only defeat in that run has been against Peterborough. And that was, in fact, the game they were winning. Got a man sent off and they ended up losing 2-1. MK Dons, right. they've, they've only got one win in their last five. And that was at home to Oldham. And that was a 90th minute winner. So I think their recent form, they're sliding down the table. Shrewsbury have got really good recent form. They're rising the table. And I think this could be another thing that the bookies have missed. They're pricing Shrewsbury away at nearly 5-1 to one against this bang average MK Don's side who are yeah, in no yeah. sort of form whatsoever yeah you've sold it to me well uh, I'll, I'll buy I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> you've sold it to me they'll be going on uh, sucked in by those 
that well thought out process and uh, yeah, and that price as well, very tantalising. Okay, so I'm going to give you another value treble that I've been alluding to throughout the show. And the teams on this value treble, we've got West Ham away at Watford, 2-1. to one. We've got Shrews yep. Shrewsbury away at MK Dons, 9-2. to two. Yep. And we've got Carlisle at home to Portsmouth, 11-4. to four. And if you were to put a fiver on it, you'd yep. get a profit back of £309. Oh, just oh, a fiver. Big just a fiver. So if wow. you if you put two pound on it, two pound, the price of your coffee in the morning, hundred and twenty three pound on that, I think it's worth a stab. Absolutely. I, I mean, I always back you, mate. As much as we go against each other in the bombproof trebles, I'll back you, and that that'll be going on for me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the beauty of that is, I feel like I've reset. In my head, that can't lose, and it, it probably will now go and end up. They'll all end up losing. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get one out of three knives at <laughs> that, but you know. But we'll, we'll see. I still back it. It doesn't have to be high stakes, as I said. For it can be very low stakes for for very good returns, and that's that's the beauty of that value of treble right there. <laughs> So it's that time of the show uh, where me and Tom go through our bomb-proof trebles. Um, throughout the season, we're going head-to-head uh, to see how much profit we've made individually as, as a collective. Um, what is your bomb-proof treble this week, Mr Pipkin? Okay, so my bomb-proof treble, Newcastle at home to Bristol City, 8-15. to You've got West Brom, they're at home to Bournemouth. You get West Brom at 21-20. to and we've got Cardiff, Fulham, both teams to score. That's 8 to 11. And then £10 stake on that one returns you £54. 54 Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, mine's purely result-based. So mine is Brentford at home to Rotherham. It's Dosden. And there's a runaway league for champions. <laughs> Hopefully they'll win. And Mansfield Town. £10 on return 43 so you know if, if you fancy in a bomb proof treble you want to make yourself 100 quid get them two on yeah absolutely i think it's we're due one this weekend we've come so close for the last few weekends there's been this, one team every week uh, one from, team yeah literally both of us. us yeah so i think this is going to be the weekend all right so thanks for everyone getting in touch um, via Twitter and email, uh, the inbox has pretty much exploded. Uh, we've only got time to read just the one out, um, so do you want to go ahead with that, Tom? Yeah, this is from Neil. Uh, he says, hi, Tom and Tom. Just like to say, I think your new podcast is great. The format's good, very informative and well presented. Good job, lads. Off to have a bet now. Let's fingers crossed that Neil was, Neil was lucrative in his uh, trip to the bookies. Again, if you want to just fire in any compliments, any ideas, or any complaints, even uh, let us know. Uh, so you can get us at Twitter, which is at t underscore fb podcast, on email at football football betting podcast at gmail Brilliant. Well, I think that just about wraps everything up for today's show. Anything else yep, you'd like sure. to add, Tom? No, not really. Just good luck to the profit chasers, and uh, yeah, MLS tips on the way. Yeah, we'll see you next week, Profit Chasers.